0: I'm Amy, and you're listening to the Creativity Matters Podcast. Today on the Creativity Matters Podcast, a book about care packages and the spirit, the idea, the thinking, the generosity, and the gesture of it all. Here we go. You're listening to the CMP, a Creativity Matters Podcast. Stories of creative journey and a reminder that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creativity Matters podcast. I'm Amy, and this is episode 324, Care Packages. I have a book, another book to share with you. When I first sat down this morning with this book, I glanced at the cover and realized that I think this book was also one that I pulled out that same night as the storybook portraits, a random find, and I almost didn't bring this one home. I knew it was eye candy, and I do like eye candy, but I knew it probably wasn't or isn't me. It might be cute, and it might be quaint, and a little bit West Elm, and just a little bit Mary Inglebright and crafty and sweet, and all of those things at the same time, and in all the ways I am not, maybe never was, definitely am not now, But as I started to leave it behind, I opened it up again because eye candy, yeah. It's got a style of photography and layout that I really like. A beautiful aesthetic. And that really is at the heart of this book overall in a lot of ways. So I figured I should at least take it home. I mean, what harm is there in taking yet another book home? Even if I don't ever get to it, no harm done but I thought I might at least flip through it. Probably an idle flip. Probably sometime when I had just a few minutes or I was tired or, I don't know, some rogue moment. The same way that I take in creative magazines, really, when I have them. Flip, ooh, ah, yeah, yeah, no. Flip, flip, flip. It was a maybe, but I took it with me. And I took it with me when... I had to sit and wait during an appointment, an appointment in a string of appointments over the last month, an appointment that lasted a lot longer than I expected, which made me antsy. But I had this book with me, which was Eye Candy, a book on care packages. That's the subject for today, because the more I flipped, the more enchanted I was with this book. The Eye Candy did its job. For me, it was a wonderful flip. some of you, maybe it will be more actionable, more directly relevant, more inspiring in a way that makes you actually move towards doing something. I think for me, it was inspiring, for sure, and thought provoking in a lot of ways and reflective in some ways. In many ways, this book is so out of my realm of knowing. When I started to mentally introduce this book to you, I realized that there's something here that is hard to pinpoint for me. A little bit hard to pinpoint. It's definitely nuanced. It's a little bit layered. In part, the book enchants me. I used that word, and that is the right word. It enchants me. It's an enchanting book. I like eye candy. So yes, it enchants me. Despite the fact that this book is chock full of stuff on some level, it is also elegant and quiet in some ways. There is an appreciation throughout this book and underlying this book, this undercurrent of appreciation of and celebration of simplicity. This book is a tribute to and an embodiment of a simple gesture, a gesture presented simply, but not necessarily really simple at heart, and probably not as simple in the doing and making as it ends up looking. Sometimes there's a lot of work that goes into making something look so beautiful and simple. A gesture presented simply a gesture of support or friendship or knowing. In part, this book describes a mode of being that I can't quite put myself into, into that mode. Not right now. I flip though, and I marvel at all of it, at the doing, at the time, at the sending, at the generosity. This book is at once a glimpse into an alien world and a window that I can't pull myself away from. I will probably never be the send the care package type. I don't send very many things out anymore at all. But even when it comes to just basic envelopes, I don't send all that many anymore. And I have become stodgy and no nonsense. I've thought about it a couple of times, but this book really brought it into painfully clear focus. I'm definitely stodgy and no nonsense about it. I'm doing good if I can get the address in place and find a piece of tape. I don't even decorate envelopes. I think about it at times. I do. It crosses my mind every time I think about it. And it's somehow not me. I can't ever make myself stop and do it. Holding this book and looking at it, pondering its sweetness of spirit, its aura of positivity and good intentions and care, connection, friendship and reach... Like I said, it is nuanced. It is bittersweet in some ways. It is heartwarming in many ways. It is beautiful. So the kind of book that can make you want and wish and long, it is beautiful. Two images come to mind back-to-back. Really non-sequitur, at least one of them. But these images come to mind as I look at this book. Red gingham and polka dots and a frittata. For many, many years, I thought that I would write a book about the park, the park, the neighborhood park, the corner park, parks in any city, everywhere. I found the park to be one of the loneliest places as a mother of a toddler. I really did. And I took lots of notes. I watched, I pondered. I watched playdates happening all around me. Moms with picnic blankets spread out and assortments of snacks. Easy sharing of story and talk as the kids ran around and played. Red gingham and polka dots and decorated invitations. And I don't know. I don't know where that red gingham is coming from. It's a memory of something. A memory of something I wrote rather than an actual moment. Something I wrote that was encompassing or standing in for my sense of those special, seemingly special and seemingly exclusive playdates. I held that idea for a really, really long time, that idea of that collection of essays. And other than whatever notes I might find in the journals tucked here and there, those memories are for the most part gone. The specificity is gone. Red gingham and frittata The frittata was years later, and I was sitting in my car waiting for a kid practice to end, as I had done so many other times, and someone brought me a frittata. An entire frittata, just because. A show of friendship. A moment of giving that was somehow beyond anything I could understand. I had never eaten a frittata or made one, and when I found out how many eggs were involved, the magnitude even of that gesture was somehow so amazing and so overwhelming to me. It really was one of the most amazing and thoughtful gifts in the moment. This book brings both of those things to mind, the spirit of the frittata and maybe the charm factor of the gingham. That's the looking in through the window, the charm of it. Because even from the outside looking in, the spirit that inspires a care package is beautiful. This book is Care Packages by Michelle McIntosh, subtitled Celebrating the Art and Craft of Thoughtfully Made Packages. Even though I am repeating myself, I have to say at the outset that I do see, I'm aware of, the irony in talking about a book like this with my current throw-it-all-out approach. I won't linger on that today, but I feel it. I feel the irony. This is a book about stuff. I do feel the part of me that is throwing out so many things that probably could be used in care packages of the sort shown. And at the same time, I looked at some of the things in the book and I just couldn't shake the feeling of stuff, of stuff, of more stuff coming in. I think I have some unpacking to do in terms of thinking that anything given is something you have to keep forever. I have a hard time sorting that out and how I feel about it. If that is not true, how I feel about it. I also know that behind this kind of care package mentality, despite the simplicity and homespun approach, the craftiness, the creative, the simple, the deceptively simple, is in fact at least a small amount of discretionary spending. So I don't want to bury or overlook that because I think certain people can do and send the kinds of things shown. But maybe it doesn't fit for everyone at every point in time. So I don't want to overlook that. For some people, I think it's a no-brainer. And for other people, I think it is impossible And I think where you fall on that spectrum also really influences how you feel if you receive such a package. I think these things all are related. So I took some notes the day I sat with this book. And when I looked at those notes this morning, I had to laugh because I wrote more stuff, cute stuff, stuff. And stuff was very big because this is a book about stuff about the sharing and giving of stuff, but in small ways, in ways that say, simply, you are loved, missed, special, cared for, seen, worried about, celebrated, needed stuff. It's a book about stuff, but this book is soothing. It's like this gentle balm the layout is beautiful. It includes a mix of illustration and photos. So I know I'm not suddenly going to start sending out packages like this. But I completely admire the generosity of spirit that this book embodies, inspires, and nurtures care packages. Maybe you have sent or received R.A.O.K.'s, Random Acts of Kindness. That used to be a huge thing, especially Back when I was a knitting-focused blogger, REOKs were such a big thing. You hear about them now a little bit, but maybe you have received what I see people today call happy mail. I see that more often. And all of those things are and can be versions of a care package, depending on how you think about it. They are all markers of a generosity of spirit, connection, reach, and reaching, Sharing, giving, thoughtfulness, selflessness, knowing, understanding, camaraderie, communication, support, a nudge, or a pat on the back? Do you know someone you have connected with, even online, that you think could use something, some gesture, some moment of understanding or saying, I see you, or I was thinking about you, Maybe you haven't known what to do or have been afraid to reach out. A book like this reminds us all that in whatever way we can manage it, simple gestures are important. And it doesn't mean you have to pull something together like this book shows. Something that is all together. Something that is inspiring and beautiful to look at. Your gesture can be much simpler than that. It can be smaller. It can be just a little thing. It can be a note. It can be a postcard. But I think this book does remind us of the importance of these gestures. And so I really liked it for that. The book is about care packages. Care packages that might show up in very specific kinds of magazines the way they're presented, the way things are wrapped and treated. There's an elegance. That's a big part of this book. The beauty in the assembly, the arrangement, the gathering, the packaging, and then, of course, the photographing, right? The record, the picture of this gift. Quote, in today's busy world, it can be hard to find the time to stop, think, and act when we know someone dear to us is struggling or has wonderful news. Everyone needs to be cared for at some point in their lives, not just when things are tough, but also in times of celebration and joy. End quote. This is a big book. There are a lot of ideas in this book and lots of information. You'll find a history of care packages, a grid illustration of the contents from a care package in 1948, thoughts on what makes a great care package, discussions of logistics like mailing and delivery, some tips for cross-cultural gift giving. There's a whole bunch of information wedged into this book. Quote, what truly makes a great care package is the time you have taken to think about the recipient and make them something that is not only from the bottom of your heart, but also reflects who they are. End quote. That quote is on a page with a simple Coptic bound book on which the text is printed and little clouds are scattered around the page diagramming or annotating what makes a great care package. Something thoughtful, something indulgent, something fun, something unexpected, something personal. The first package shown is simple it's a square box that is stuffed with paper origami hearts there are other ideas shown for things you might include in this and i love you care package it's called and you might have a handmade card a favorite childhood toy or book a mixtape part of what this book does is offer a bunch of suggestions of things you might include in any care package and then it encourages you to mix and match To pull things together, the things that fit the situation or the person or what you're able to do, and pull those into a care package. The image of this box, though, with its origami hearts, it's so charming. It's so sweet. And it really sets the stage for this book. I think the hearts are great. They're also shown later as part of another project, which I really liked. So suggestions are offered throughout, both in the context of different kinds of care packages, and in spreads that show assortments of things you might include, like a spread of materials, ribbons, threads, tapes, binder clips. To go along with the a la carte mentality, the book's approach to a care package is, in most cases, a box that is filled with an assortment of small things that have not all just been dumped into this box, which might have been my approach, but that have been carefully and lovingly packaged a puzzle or grid of things carefully fitted into this space, a very Tetris-like approach to packaging a care package. So right there, you've got the difference in what you might normally do and what this book is suggesting. And right there, that is part of the beauty and the wonder and the window looking going on because I do marvel at how neatly arranged these things are in these boxes. Quote, half the fun of care packages comes from the making and decoration of the box and its contents. End quote. I pretty much am thinking that people who send care packages like this must be a special breed indeed. And there's a big section that goes along with this, with the packaging and wrapping. Sometimes the packages are not in a box and the book encourages you to think beyond the box. A lot depends on whether you can drop your package off in person or need to mail it, something the book does talk about in depth. There are directions for fabric wrapping. If you're a shiki, which uses a square fabric, and tanuki, which uses a rectangle fabric. There is an origami box made from paper, which is something I love. You'll find a section on using rubber stamps And, you know, you could, in the spirit of this, you could make and include one, right? If you're a stamp carver, or you could draw one out on an eraser for the recipient to carve a ready-made to-do project. That's my idea. That's not from the book. It's inspired, though, by looking at this book. But I'm the sort that appreciates a to-do, a to-do gift, a to-do that's one of the things that has always been true in our gift giving. I'm not the only one that likes a to-do, to-do materials, a to-do project. As long as you know your friend has the tools to carve, think how wonderful it might be to receive this carefully packaged and beautifully arranged box with A few blank erasers and one or two that are already drawn, ready to carve, and maybe one that you have carved. And if you throw in a small handmade field note and a small ink pad, hey, yeah, hey now. See, I do have the spirit. I do have the spirit somewhere deep within. I have the spirit, the inclination, the what if. But it's mostly been beaten down by the real world. But yeah, it's down there somewhere. And so I can appreciate a book like this. Quote, as the saying goes, it's what's on the inside that counts. You don't need to spend a lot of money on lavish gifts to make somebody feel loved and cared for. An afternoon's worth of baking, a piece of paper ingeniously folded, music lovingly curated. All these won't break the bank. And yet they are some of the most wonderful inclusions to any care package. End quote. There are several crafty projects in the book. Directions are provided in illustrated form. It's really nicely done. Steps are shown for making your own small bound journals. And then there's an inspiring spread of suggestions for adding things like pockets or decorating the covers or filling the pages, or you could pre fill or set prompts up in the pages. There are origami CD covers, photo books, soaps. Origami mobiles, bath salts, photos on shipping tags. Those origami mobiles, I really thought those were great. I thought that was a totally winning idea. The kind of beautiful just because that really summarizes this spirit for me. I loved that idea. And I think you should check it out for your college dorm kids too. That's one of her suggestions, that usage. And I think it's a really sweet idea. You could put anything at the ends of a mobile like that. But what a wonderful thing to take out of an envelope. And she has both a hearts and a stars of sorts example. There is a recipe for banana and apple loaf. Better write that one down. You've got to pick up these recipes when you find them. That would be the leave it on the doorstep approach. Sugar cookies, muesli, lemon curd, different things like that that you could bake and share. It's an interesting mix. It's inspiring. It's hopeful. There's a washi tape alphabet you can use. The final section before a section of templates is called the complete package. And that section contains photos of sample care packages using the ideas presented throughout the book for some of the themes that make her favorites list. And These photos are annotated, they're contextualized, she talks about them, and they're beautiful. It gives you a really good overall look at what care packages can look like, at this whole spirit and aesthetic. It all kind of comes full circle and into shape in this section. There's an away from home package, there's a student package, one for anniversaries or love, one for graduation, one for travel, tucked in all of these pages you'll find suggestions about using tags, about color palettes, address labels, little things that can all go together to make an impact. Can all go together in the process of thinking about and making your care package. There is also a discussion of the human care package that happens really up front at the beginning of the book. The times when what someone needs most is not a box full of things but it's something human a listener in some cases or someone to come and talk and provide that noise provide that news provide that laughter I think you will enjoy looking at this book and pondering the kind of simple connection it advocates the gesture I spent a lot of time saying that this book is not me I did I know That this book was like looking through a window into another way of being. And, yeah, that's partly true. It is. If you receive an envelope from me this week, it still probably will not be decorated. Once upon a time, I think maybe I thought I would be more like this. I thought I would grow into this kind of person. I think the spirit is still there. It's buried. I'm not ever going to be quite this kind of care package maker though but in December you know I wrote holiday cards for a number of online contacts not a huge number but a small number and I started tucking things into those cards fodder creative fodder that's what we call it clippings that made me think of each person and I never mailed any of them I didn't And every time I go through a magazine, I tear things out with certain people in mind and just add it to this growing pile that someday I will sort through again and wonder what I was thinking. I have started keeping small envelopes, though, with names so that when I see something, I can put whatever I see into the right envelope. And maybe someday, maybe someday I'll send those envelopes. But I can almost guarantee that nothing will be neatly wrapped, or carefully packaged, or elegantly written, or stamped. But it will be me, and from me, and with the person in mind. And for the next many months, I also know that anyone that does receive anything from me will receive odd drawing pages, or scraps of paper, or coloring pages, because... As I've gotten rid of so many things, things that I know will never be used and no longer have a place here or on our shelves, a few of those things I know, when broken up and distributed and divvied out, will bring a smile here and there. Just a page or two here, there, to be worked into a journal or used as a background or just smiled at and then used for a grocery list, which is also perfect. And always that kind of redistribution and reuse, I think, is just right. So deep down, I do understand. I do understand this book. I understand. I understand. And you probably do too. I think you'll want to check it out. Check it out and enjoy it with something delightfully enchanting of your own tea and a treat scone or a treat muffin something decadent while you sit and flip through this book i am the art the art is me and that is it for today that is it for episode 324 thank you if you made it all the way to the end as always i'm amy you can reach me at creativity at gmail.com show notes are available on the creativity matters podcast website the music I play is courtesy of Nikolai Hydless. You can find me at Instagram as OAMYOAMY and as Creativity Matters Podcast. And I hope you will follow me in both places. You can also find me in the Facebook group, the Creativity Matters Group at Facebook. And a special thank you to those of you at Patreon. I really appreciate your support and your belief in this show. I know there are so many shows and so many creators and so many leaders and thought leaders and creative spirits and sources of inspiration. And I really appreciate those of you who in some way think that this show matters and matters to you. Patreon.com slash creativity matters. Until next week, remember that creativity matters in whatever shape it takes for you, whatever form or format. And don't forget to breathe. Have a good week, everyone.